0: So you guys have been asking for this one for a really long time, and she's back in black. Amber Lee is back on this week's podcast, and she is a doctor of metaphysics. And I'm saying she's back in black because she certainly doesn't wear white. Here we go. Um, get ready. It's an amazing one. It's the normal stream of consciousness. Lots of questions, lots of ideas about conscious awareness, challenge, healing, Energy, all of those things. So it's an awesome episode. Tune in for that. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone who's interested we are having a raw talk challenge from now until September 11th. Kind of an odd day for us to end, but it's a 30 day challenge where we are inspiring one another to have one raw meal a day. So that's the raw food portion of the challenge. And then to participate in something that is raw talk every single day for 30 days. That raw talk could be saying something true and authentic to someone else, something that you've been avoiding saying to your boss or one of your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever it may be, or to yourself. So something that you write in a journal that maybe you've been not wanting to look at, actually just being really straightforward with who you are, What authentically wants to come through and the group is really being supportive for that uh, on Instagram and in the private Facebook group. So make sure you're in the private Facebook group so that we can let one another know that we are supporting one another through this challenge. It's been really amazing. I've been really inspired with all of the raw food recipes that everyone's been posting. And if you tag me and tag raw talk challenge on Instagram when you post it, I'll repost your image as well, which is cool cuz so then other people can find you and follow you. Also, so let's see if we have any other announcements for this week. Um I do encourage everyone who hasn't listened to the past couple of episodes to tune in. We have been, we were so lucky. The episode number 76 with Dr. Sherry Taylor, actually it was 77, I'm sorry. She is an amazing um, practitioner here in New Orleans, and she was one of two therapists that was chosen to do a trial for MDMA healing and treatment. So she gave... She gave away a practice for a mental health clinic in New Orleans, as in she sold it because she moved her practice toward more natural healing, healing through yoga, and healing through this new phase, which is um, psychedelics. But before that can that can happen, psychedelics have to be their schedule has to be changed in the government. So right now it's a schedule one drug, which means that no therapist can use it in a therapeutic setting. So she is working with the DEA and a company called MAPS to legalize MDMA for therapeutic use. And like I said, she's one of two therapists in New Orleans who is actually able to test this with patients therapeutically. So it's a really, really interesting conversation. That's all for the intro. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. You're listening
1: to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Be... It can act like a wave Mm -hmm. or it can act like particle matter. When it's not
0: being observed, it can act like a wave or it can act like particle matter.
1: Right. So the interesting point about this is that the fact things don't really exist as physical matter Mm -hmm. until you observe them. Isn't that crazy? So when you as a human being of conscious energy Mm -hmm. are observing frequencies… And energy in the world, which is everything. Mm-hmm. You actually are the creator of physicality. So you're actually by you observing electrons mm-hmm. out in you create your the universe. Yeah, you're creating this table right now. Yeah, this, the hard table. You're creating it. I'm creating it because we're looking at it. Yeah. If no one's looking at electrons, it doesn't exist.
0: Right. In the way that we're perceiving in physical, it. yeah, matter. Yeah. So I feel like this is probably an experiment that's trying to explain an interdimensional concept in this dimension. And that's why people don't believe it because Mm -hmm. it doesn't have truth in all aspects of truth in this reality. Right. It goes beyond –
1: space and time and everything that we know to be measured right so when you're observing something you're measuring it Mm -hmm. when you're not observing it it behaves like a wave that can collapse into
0: physical density of infinite possibilities right and there are probably millions of ways in which to test this this is just one way in which they're testing it which does sound really stupid
1: Uh, yeah but this was this experiment i think i believe was in 1801 how are they just now talking putting, about? I don't know. How are they
0: putting an electron through a split in eighteen oh one? Well, I know. It it's it makes you
1: realize just how much people don't talk about this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because when you think of metaphysics, you think of, oh, that's science that's not really proven. Or, you know, that's just theories. That's philosophy. That's not actually hardcore science. But it is. And it's been done for so long. Mm -hmm. But it's still today, people are just not talking about this in a very practical way. Right. And because if you were to be an empowered Human being, and know that you create your physical reality, which is especially your human body, your Mm -hmm. physical body. Mm -hmm. You create everything that's going on in it. That gives you so much power. Right. And one, these days people don't like having power because, you know, then you have responsibility. Right. And two, if you do have power, you don't need people. You don't need things. You mm-hmm. don't need to buy certain things. It, it's going to ruin the economy if you if you don't need anything, right? right? You're not going to feel like you don't have enough power to do it on your own, yeah. you know, make your own food, do, you know, grow your own food, whatever it is.
0: The interesting thing is I think that people believe that the way that this is going to play out, the, mm-hmm. you know, a third dimensional perspective of how this is going to play out is that we're just going to – have robots and artificial intelligence doing this for us. And then we won't yeah. need to work and we will just be creating for fun. Well, we've become the robots.
1: Which is the interesting thing because if we don't know that we can do this, if we've been kept in the dark about this. Yeah. We essentially are robots. We're thinking
0: everything's we're just, just I mean, kind of we are happening. very robotic. We are yeah. in the way that we act. We act in ways that like we don't even understand that we're acting which makes right. our actions robotic. Right. But at the same time, we're combining that with people who are becoming increasingly sick because of robotic the robotic nature of our yeah. society. Mm-hmm. And we're having to incorporate things like conscious expanding activities, uh, creative activities, natural activities, and perhaps mm-hmm. that's making people more well. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I feel like anything that is not – Deductive. So, what I mean by that is, we've tried to deduce everything down, strip it away of its actual power. Mm-hmm. You know, even food, the food industry strips nutrients out of the right. food, the, the natural sunlight that it has, the water molecules, the, you know, whatever it is. So, if to we
0: hydrated powder,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Everything. Exactly. So, if you can get back to the basics, In life, and yeah, play outside, laugh, Mm -hmm. do things
0: that do you think that people are evolving to a place where that's working, where they're actually like,
1: Yeah, I think that I think people are currently questioning a lot of things because they're finally realizing and waking up to the fact that, oh, wait. I'm having, you know, thyroid issues at 22 years old. Mm-hmm. How is that happening? Oh, I'm having, you know, hormonal imbalances at 12 years old. Yeah, you know, all of these things that are that are coming on us faster as a society, and it's making both the parents and the the kids wake up to okay, something's not working. Mm-hmm. You know, what have we been doing that in within the last hundred years that has changed all of this all yeah. of a sudden? And a lot of it has to do with the industrialization of food right. and you know the increase in um, pharmaceutical medications and vaccines and all that kind of stuff. Not that any of that stuff technically is quote unquote bad. It's just you need to utilize it at the right place at the right time for the right individual. Mm-hmm. Just like anything. You can't overdo something and push something over and over and over again until, you know, it's gonna break somehow. Even if you have a very perfect diet you're still not you're you're still missing something you're not
0: getting the whole picture yeah, there are know? tons of people who I've I've heard them say you know they work out or they're active mm-hmm. and they have a 2000 calorie diet mm-hmm. that is like chicken and vegetables and like a shake in the morning and they're like I can't fucking lose weight yeah and it's like mm-hmm looking at it from that perspective, that may Mm -hmm. be, you know, when someone asks you, how is your diet? How is your health? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it may seem internally like, well, there it is. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that should be enough to be a healthy individual. Right. But when, from an outsider's perspective and you look at that and you say like, should you be thriving with that being your template for health? Mm -hmm. Right. So a
1: lot of it has to do with the energy behind what you're entering into, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is. You can have one person doing the same exact thing. Yeah. But living in a place of joy and freedom and expansion and doing that diet out of intuition and connection and fun versus the person who's following a military-style diet of, okay, restrict these calories. I really want that, but I can't have it Mm because of this and whatever. You restrict your cells. Yeah. And when your cells are restricted and you're not even getting an oxygen, which is the main nutrient in your whole entire body, so which starts, kickstarts your metabolism. Mm-hmm. So if you're already not breathing fully because you're in a state of stress and you're mm-hmm. constricting your cells on top of that, yeah, you are not getting the vitality and the nutrients in you in a way where your body can actually absorb what's going in. So even if you're eating a perfect diet, you're not absorbing the nutrients and utilizing mm-hmm. it in a way that you feel um, like you're creating Vibrant. health. Right. Yeah. yeah. So – a lot of it has to do with the consciousness, the intention, the energy behind you entering into anything in your
0: life. It does feel a lot different to choose to make healthy choices,
1: mhm
0: like through inspiration and through like excitement of just providing your body with health mm-hmm. versus like I don't know, just being forced to do it or feeling mm-hmm. like someone else is forcing you to do it or feeling like a health something is forcing you mm-hmm. to do it. Right. Um, Like feeling like you want to just create more health mm-hmm. and vibrancy in your body just for the sake of that mm-hmm. just feels different. Yeah. You know, like. Exactly. The fun aspect comes into it and it's still kind of a degraded term for, mm-hmm. I think what you and I both inspire people to Want to achieve in terms of their health and vibrancy and wellness? Mm-hmm. Fun is kind of a degradation of right. what we're actually trying to promote. It's like, yeah, it's not just fun. It's like expansiveness. It's connection. Um, connection. It's connection, mm-hmm. it's, it's m- moving in moment to moment practice mm-hmm. of like, what do you want right now? And no one does that because no. it's so. It's so opposite of the way that the society is programmed. Mm-hmm. It's like, for example, if you go over to your in-law's house or to your friend's house and they're like, mm-hmm. well, I made you this lasagna because you always like lasagna. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like living society-wise, mm-hmm. that would be very uncomfortable to come in and be like, I really feel like having a salad right now. Yeah, yeah, And, exactly. and that's just like mm-hmm. one example. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're – boyfriend or husband or friend comes home with like a bag of groceries like I got all of your favorite things it's like cool but like right now and this it's like being able to be super super flexible Mm -hmm. which like I do I do feel like a lot of people around me have gotten used to that Mm -hmm. because I'm so like for the most part not normal (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. I don't act I don't like if somebody is kind of coming to the place where they're expecting something of me Mm -hmm. I'm gonna disappoint them totally yeah because i just mm-hmm. like there's there's too many moving pieces and yeah. um and this is also a simplification of that as well just by mm-hmm. talking about it because it doesn't just involve food it mm-hmm. involves
1: everything everything yeah totally and it especially if somebody invites you out to go you know out to dinner or something mm-hmm. and you're feeling like i really just need to stay in mm-hmm. just to stay in you know you don't even have to have an excuse you're just not feeling Uh, connected and coherent with the environment that you would be putting yourself in by going out with a friend to eat. It doesn't mean that you're going to be like that always. And it doesn't mean that you don't like that friend or don't want to hang out with them. It's just in the now moment, I feel like I want to curl up on my couch and eat pretzels and ice cream and and watch Gossip Girl. (laughs) Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever it is. It might be Sopranos that night. Might be Sopranos for sure. Uh, But yeah, it is tuning in and it takes a lot of uh, you know, healthy boundaries and healthy boundary development and being strong in those boundaries for protecting your energies mm-hmm. and, and saying, you know, I love you, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to put myself out in, you know, a, a huge restaurant bar right now because I'm not synced up to that energy. Yeah. Other days I am other days. I'm like, yeah, let's go out. Yeah. Let's do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you have to honor that. And it takes a very strong person to do that without taking into consideration, Okay, I'm going to be responsible for the way that this person feels now. Yeah. And if you don't take on the responsibility factor of how this person feels, that is everything. Obviously, you're not intending to be a butthole to them. So you have to just get over the fact that they might think something of you, but if they truly love you and support you, they're going to understand. And, you know, it's not like you're going to be that way forever. You might be too, but at that point, you'll pull in new friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's, I think it's less about, you know, I think I used to get caught up in, I would feel a particular way in a moment. Mm -hmm. And then I would feel that, I would feel so many emotions relating to the fact that I felt that way, which would take me out of the moment. Interesting. Moving forward, it would put me into the past. um, And then also put me into the future because I would think, you know, this is, who I am? Were you judging what was coming up for you in the now moment? I think I probably wasn't completely connected to what was mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. in the now moment yeah. um, because I was basing what I needed based on my past mm-hmm. or based on what I was trying to create in the future. And there's delicate yeah. balance of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if if you're trying to create in terms of business and things like that, and you have to plan ahead. That's something that, you know, in some ways you want to adhere to certain things. Mm -hmm. And then in other ways you want to be able to be flexible. Um, But living moment to moment allows you to not be attached to the future or to the plans that you have Mm -hmm. and to be able to recreate what that looks like in any given moment without attachment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes sometimes that intuition brings you to a new place. Totally. And then sometimes it confuses you and takes you off path. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, too, Mm -hmm. because I think the direction, for the most part, is always guiding. Well, a point that I want to make about you saying that it takes you off the path is
1: so significant because… I used to do the same thing. I used to judge what was coming up for me and say, oh, this is taking me away Mm -hmm. from my path. If it was anything, you know, negative or or stagnant or I have to just sit in this, you know, whatever, I would judge it and say, why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't be feeling this way. Like you expect if you're on the right path to feel great. Kind of overall, right? And so you can judge and say, oh, you can get so frustrated with yourself and say, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, obviously there's something I'm doing not right. But you have to accept that, what is coming up in the moment is perfect. It's keeping you on your path. And even if you're learning through uh, contrast and yeah. learning, oh, you know what? I don't like this frequency. Let me yeah. try something else. But you wouldn't have known that unless you have gone into it and and you sit with it and right. you do accept and, and surrender and relinquish control and you just accept that, okay, right now I'm going to feel stagnant, which is going to be very uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. But- you're not going to be there forever and it doesn't mean you're on the wrong path or have gotten off the path in any way you're still on the path and it's it's still you're still trusting the now moment that okay right now i have to feel stagnant and be okay with that and then you know the next day or a few days later you'll come out and say, "Oh wow, okay, I feel back on on track." Yeah. But you've never actually gone off the path, which is very important because
0: we all think that we're not doing something right when that happens. All, we all think yeah. that we're not doing something right all the time. <laughs> yeah, we all think that we're like right. just not doing enough, not doing the right thing, yeah, questioning Yeah. And I don't think that there's any Excel sheet that can make you not feel that way. It it might convince you that you've done everything and you've checked all the boxes, Mm -hmm. but you still, Mm -hmm. you might get to that place and be miserable. Yeah. And it's not, and being miserable is okay too. And a lot Mm -hmm. of what I was thinking about when you were saying that was that a lot of what I've gone through recently, a lot of The business stuff especially has been Mm -hmm. so interesting because Mm -hmm. there have been times where um, I've felt very disconnected from the business and I haven't had inspiration. Mm -hmm. And if I would be very judgmental in that place, it would say to me, oh, my God, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And and maybe, you know, for some people that does look like doing something different Mm -hmm. and for me it came in as you know different um opportunities mm-hmm. later on different sources of inspiration later on mm-hmm. and it worked out and yeah. it kind of i think always does mm-hmm. but um but especially in those time periods of flux and like rebalancing mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. know specifically what is happening but it does feel like there's a metaphysical transition mm-hmm taking place that's releasing you from the way that you're operating in the past to potentially align you for the way that you want to operate in the future.
1: Yeah, because if you're so attached to how things are expected to turn out that you force your way into that attachment and you say, no, it's got to look this way Mm -hmm. for me to feel comfortable. Yeah. and when you let go of that and you say okay i'm i'm going to allow myself to sink into this cluster f of mm-hmm. a situation where i feel like everything's falling apart right now yeah. i don't know what's happening you can feel something greater is going on a metaphysical in a metaphysical way and when you allow yourself to just sit and be in it and then it's like all of a sudden one day, it might be nine months down the road, mm-hmm. but one day you start seeing how it served you yeah, because it pulled you away enough and detached you enough to say, okay, let me look at other possibilities. And when you start looking at other possibilities, it's things that you could not have seen yeah. if you stayed oh, stuck absolutely. in where you were yeah. and forced your way through it.
0: Yeah, and another interpretation of what could be happening is that... um you may have to you may still be on in line with what you're thinking and the way that it looks mm-hmm. but you may have programming inside of you that needs to be readjusted and yeah. you're not going to get to where you want to go mm-hmm. with that programming still in there yeah so you have exactly to, and that's very painful
1: so painful again yeah, i totally understand that it is it is like a um an energetic death cycle you go through is this part of my lip I just re- I just re-
0: had a big release everyone
1: <laughs> <laughs> your lips falling off just that part of it mm-hmm. just my lower lip <laughs> okay. it's okay you have enough lip to mm-hmm. go around so you're fine
0: it's <laughs> like what is this is this a snack <laughs> like <laughs> leftover it wasn't Hashtag but yeah, release. Everyone yeah. has everyone has yeah. a hard time with that, and sometimes it can be lighthearted and fun, and sometimes mm-hmm. you know it can feel very serious and feel like you're dying. Yeah,
1: yeah, it feels like you're dying because it's like everything you've ever known or cared about or been connected to or attached to in some way is dropping mm-hmm. and releasing, and you feel like you don't have any reference points for where you're currently standing. Which is very uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I've always done things this way and yeah. I've always done this and it's worked before and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's no longer working. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can feel like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Or, you know, I'm not doing something right. And all, you go through all this stuff and, you know, sometimes it lasts a few days, sometimes it lasts years and you have to be okay with navigating through the muddy waters yeah. until you get out on the other side of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for, you know, I was about to say, I wonder why certain people experience it more intensely than others. Mm -hmm. And all I can do is look at my life and your life and the people that other people that we're connected to. And, and I feel like we are very intentional in Mm -hmm. our lives. We say, you know, we want to create massive um, movements and Mm -hmm. massive changes. And so, We place that intention into Mm -hmm. everything that we do just by the nature of our wanting to do that and feeling like that's we have some sort of purpose in that in -hmm. this lifetime. And so, no matter what you do, whether it's like you know, I've talked about doing mushrooms or like, Mm -hmm. um. Or just that accidental time where I accidentally ate too many edibles, <laughs> which wasn't too many. It was like a part yeah. of one. Like everyone else had like seven times that amount. Mm-hmm. I had I had seven times less and yeah. still had that experience. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying the intentionality uses opportunities in your life mm-hmm. to allow that to start taking place and, and allowing that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could be through a meditation. It could be through a healing experience or like mm-hmm. a, an energy healing session. And all of a sudden, like things start falling apart or mm-hmm. feeling differently or you start feeling differently yeah. or you feel like you lose your inspiration mm-hmm. or you feel like you lose your mind and yeah. you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like those experiences sometimes happen in really big metaphysical examples like yeah. major dreams or like mm-hmm. a... um psychedelic experience mm-hmm. because you receive so much information through that that yeah. you then have to reintegrate into your life. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that that feels very troublesome. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I have like, I'm noticing, you know, things are different colors. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's like I'm noticing that I don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. I don't mm-hmm. know where I am. Mm-hmm. I have no reference and relativity to this experience that I've Mm -hmm. called my life. Right. Yeah. So it it feels like you're waking up in a
1: different person's life. It feels
0: like that for a little while. And Mm -hmm. then you kind of become more regrounded, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, and the purpose of that, you know, I think that people could talk about it all day, every day. We still don't know what our dreams mean. No. Like last night
1: I pulled up out of my body. (laughs) Just normal. (laughs) Yeah. Normal for me. (laughs) Um, But normally I go through this whole like ceremony ritual thing of like being pulled out of my body and Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm hearing like a helicopter and it's very dramatic. But last night was the first time that I was just there, like where I needed to be without like fully leaving my body. It Mm -hmm. was a weird situation. It's almost like it just clairvoyance opens up and you can see so purely like even brighter than it is in this room right now. But your eyes are closed. And I was hovering over my body and I was wearing all white and my eyes were closed. And I was tap- tapping my left um in- inner point of my elbow, like mm-hmm. the opening of mm-hmm. my elbow. And mm-hmm. I was tapping like a, the tapping solution, like something like that. Yeah. It felt like a meridian so or weird, something.
0: Because I don't think that's a point. But it could be. I know.
1: Well, I don't. I don't know either. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and I was tapping and tapping and tapping it, like, like very like ferociously. Mm-hmm. But I was like asleep, and my eyes were closed, and wearing white, and it, it, that was it. That was the whole like experience for me. And you know, the mind wants to say, "What does that mean?" You know, right. and look up meridians and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, if I got into like the feeling state of what that was, I have been working on different, different parts of my body lately. And I feel like it's connected to that in Mm -hmm. some way. And it was me kind of working through that energy subconsciously. And when I got to the feeling state of what was true for me, it was just, and I don't think I'll ever understand it fully, you know, and this will probably be an unfolding process for me, but it was just saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going to attach to, the meaning of this. I'm just going to get true to my feeling state. my feeling state was that it was good. It was positive. Mm -hmm. And I just have to trust that that is going to be significant in some way. It might show up three months from now in a healing session with somebody else. And I'm just guided to start doing that on them. And it might be something that no one's ever even discovered yet that is so significant to do. But if I'm guided to do it, I'm going to do it. You don't have of to course. understand everything that's going well, on. I
0: also feel like when we think we remember what's happening while we're asleep, yeah. we're so wrong. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we're trying to condense what's taking place so multidimensionally yeah. into – um Three dimensions. Yeah. And <laughs> <Yeah. Like laughs> you're, you're words, limiting a dimension. Not yeah. just in the dimension because mm-hmm. you can't create a movie to explain someone yeah. what happened. Mm-hmm. You're also then, you know, condensing it into words. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so much healing takes place in the dream state where um there's no way that you'd be able to understand the way mm-hmm. in which it was imparted upon you mm-hmm. and maybe it affects your physical body maybe it mm-hmm. affects your brain maybe mm-hmm. it affects your soul i don't think that there's any way of us knowing like maybe mm-hmm. you were just healing something within you right and i have yeah. and you don't need to know right and you don't mm-hmm. you never will yeah and maybe that's the only part that you remember but maybe mm-hmm. there was an expansive part of it right yeah who knows like we really don't I know, know. I think that they said – I think I remember hearing that dreams were considered, like, the first psychedelics. I can see that. That people started really working with their dreams and Mm -hmm. actually, like, the same way that people may go into a psychedelic experience Mm -hmm. and try to write down pieces of information, try to – you know, place an intention, get information about it and, you know, remember it in some way. Mm -hmm. The same is true for the way that people used to interact with their dreams. They used to take it very seriously that they Mm -hmm. were interacting with something divine Mm -hmm. and they would try to document it in a way that they were getting information. Yeah. I feel like you can do that. What what
1: I've noticed in my own experience is the more that I – take time out during my day to meditate or just take deep breaths mm-hmm. and when i go to bed that night i get so much information in my dreams it's like i don't i haven't really figured out what that is but there is a clarity that starts coming through mm-hmm. in your dream state where before if you're just kind of going through your day and you have a dream you don't really have the tools to like really understand what's going on
0: you know what i was thinking about when you were saying that though was that when i place some intention to begin rem- and i don't i don't even know if it's intention like mm-hmm. it's kind of just i maybe talk about my dreams more and i've had a couple of these psychedelic experiences the more that i play in those realms the mm-hmm. more i recognize those realms exist in meditation
1: those yes. realms exist mm-hmm. in
0: in present moment life mm-hmm. and then it becomes difficult to remember Memory-wise, like mm-hmm. what happened, where,
1: yeah, in what, which dimension? Did I tell you in my dream? Did I tell you yesterday in real life?
0: Right. Yeah. Did just I just like, yeah. or did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Or in mm-hmm. this dimension, did mm-hmm. it happen in a dream? Like you're, yeah. m- and and I think that I don't know what it is, but maybe you're connecting to a frequency or an mm-hmm. energy that is is maybe more um, loud, more present mm-hmm. in a state where you're able to be completely relaxed. Yeah. And so the more that you're, you're tuning into that through meditation and just through connection with Mm -hmm. yourself, the, the the stronger that energy, I don't know. It's a familiarity. Mm -hmm. That's why you start forgetting like what is playing in at particular times because the familiarity is just there. Yeah. It's like, I've experienced Mm -hmm. this, this has happened. I'm Mm -hmm. just not sure. Exactly, you know, where linear, linearly, <laughs> where, yeah. yeah, you
1: know, <laughs> I know it exists, but where, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and it's so going back to like all of this with mm-hmm. metaphysical stuff, mm-hmm. which is what you study. Mm-hmm. It, do you feel like you're studying it to try to explain what's happening? So I'm
1: studying it because the way that I've always learned is I go as far as I can down to the core, like even nutrition. Mm-hmm. I I didn't just study nutrition. I studied cellular oxidation within a cell yeah. in your body, like the uh, mitochondrial exchange of oxygen. Mm-hmm. That's what I looked at. I want to get so clear on the core, 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 core of what's going on. And from there, when I understand that, I can expand it and go in a very abstract way of how I can apply it to regular everyday things of like, oh, I think you need butter lettuce and blue cheese today or something, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be able to expand unless I had that core – root in yeah. me mm-hmm. that's the way that my mind personally works mm-hmm. so that's why i'm drawn to getting to the core of explaining metaphysics in a way that is so rooted in the f- furthest thing that i can go down into so at the core of an atom is a photon which is a light particle mm-hmm. it's just light if you keep going further there's nothing
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's nothing In your cells, Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. You technically don't exist. But that's what science is saying because science is interested in measuring something. Right. So with our tools and instruments, we're trying to measure... Okay, we're looking for that particle, that God particle. What's at the core of everything? What's, you know, the undercurrent <laughs> driving the ship, you know? Where's God? <laughs> Where are we from? <laughs> Who are we? What are we doing here? So everyone is looking for that. Where's divinity in our cell? Well, yeah, science is trying to explain what we are An at the unexplainable core. topic. Right. So
0: if you go down. And concept.
1: Yeah, and if you keep going down, we turn into light particles. Mm-hmm. And if you go further, you can't measure it. It goes beyond the speed of light, okay? And what happens when you go beyond the speed of light is there's no, you know, physicality that we can measure with our tools and instruments. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean something doesn't exist. Right. We think, oh, if it's not, you know, a hardcore particle of matter, it doesn't exist. It's not there. And then that's not true. So... And you can look at this as even like animals, the spectrum of them hearing, dogs can hear yeah way outside of our spectrum mm-hmm. of ability to hear something. Yeah. Whales the, are the same, bats, yeah. dolphins, whatever. Except that's so, comfortable
0: because we can still measure what they're hearing.
1: Right. And, but they should be
0: just reference points for showing, look, it doesn't mean the sound doesn't exist. You well, that, that just also can't is, pick up on it. Yeah. And we're also saying we can measure everything that they can hear, but is that the case? We can measure everything yeah. they see. If we have no idea what they see, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we know we're measuring it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I know. There's there are so many things. Like, I know. Well, so when you're getting to the core of existence, and you're saying, okay, nothing is there. There's a void. Mm-hmm. That's what science says. That or metaphysical science, they're saying there's a void there. It's empty space. You know, there. It's dark matter. Is what they're calling it, but. Just because you can't measure it doesn't mean that there's not light, sound, and sacred geometry there. So when waves are coming in from the ethers, the cosmos, mm-hmm. God, whatever you want to call it, waves are coming in of energy, period, coming in into down into dimensional density, if you want to view it in a linear term. And these waves are being pushed into physical density. And when the waves overlap and intersect, they create interference patterns and it creates physicality. It Mm -hmm. creates the three lines on the wall. In the back, it creates physical matter. So if you're – if at the core of you is nothing but a void
0: and waves. For people who, you know, don't – didn't, like, tuned out during the split – yeah,
1: <laughs> the double sl- slit experiment. Double
0: slit experiment. Um, that is, in in referencing that, you're saying basically, like in in simple terms, yeah, you're saying that the convergence of waves creates something new in physicality. Yes,
1: right. So if all of these waves of energy are coming into our dimension. To create physical particles of ma- of matter mm-hmm. mixed with our observation of it and our measurement of
0: and, energy. And an infinite number of other things.
1: Right. But how much power do you have to change what mm-hmm. is there? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Not only in like creating abundance and all that good stuff, but your physical human body yeah. just – Imagine what you can do if nothing's there holding you back. Mm-hmm. Like the mere existence of universal law exists because it's contingent upon you believing in it and and believing that, oh, I have to break that in order to. Uh, create movement or, or change of mm-hmm, some sort mm-hmm. but the laws don't really exist you're just believing it and buying into the fact that oh these are my 3D limitations let me try
0: to you know navigate through them. it yeah but nothing's there most people who have a psychedelic experience feel the capacity to create more expansively mm-hmm. by way of knowing that they create their own reality The Mm -hmm. question is always then how do you begin practicing this in third dimensional reality so that you can actually use Mm -hmm. it? And a couple of the ways for me has been um, being really clear and authentic Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. something comes up, um, communicating that, yeah, Um, moving forward courageously with like what I'm inspired by Mm Mm-hmm. And then, also trusting other people and taking care of my physical body, mm-hmm. right, yeah, <laughs> I, think that, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like because it's there has to there has to be other things that I'm doing because, and actually, I think inter like c- communicating with mm-hmm. that realm mm-hmm. is a practice as well, like mm-hmm. bring like, that's why I'm always telling you, like, I mm-hmm. really think that that the doing mushrooms was a very progressive thing for me because mm-hmm. I'm not just doing I'm not doing these things to get high. Um, I'm doing them for information mm-hmm. to get information as to how to apply practically these concepts. Right. And. It makes you more fearless in a way. Mm-hmm. And for someone who like me, like I'm not generally interested in being high all the time. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I like working, I like business. I like third dimensional things mm-hmm. i don't I don't want to be away from them right continuously, yeah, um but I want to live in a way that where my inspiration is a part of that reality mm-hmm. and yeah i I really touch base with what that is mm-hmm. um in those dimensions yeah. and then also reinforce it in my dreams and in. Mm-hmm. Meditation, and then in being very present, yeah, um, and that's and I wish that there were some other ways that we could give people to to begin like utilizing that fearlessness mm-hmm. in their life. Well, you can gather this information in infinite ways. So you
1: might choose mushrooms and and dreams mm-hmm. and meditation, and but. Also, just living your everyday experience, you know, running into someone at the coffee shop or, you know, whatever it is. You're going to get the information somehow. The information is going to get to you. It's just bringing awareness to those moments. Yeah. And practical things that can help you bring awareness are things like your dream state, uh, journaling, you know, journaling some stuff down that it helps you physicalize the energy that's coming through your day. And it gets it out of your physical body. And you can look at it and observe it. And as you're even writing, you're going to get more information because it's kind of an altered state. Yeah. So um, journaling's a way that you can do it. Playing, being in a state of joy, something that takes you out of your logical mind for a mm-hmm. moment. So I know some of the most significant things that I come up with are because I was in a moment of relaxation. Yeah. So it could have been that I was watching a movie or, you know, watching – something or just relaxing or painting or doing something that my mind is relaxed Mm -hmm. and then it expands and opens for something to come in. So when you take, you know, drugs or dreams or whatever, you're just expanding beyond your logical mind. Mm -hmm. So the best way to do that is just relax. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Whether you're at the spa or taking deep breaths at your Mm -hmm. desk, whatever you want to do, the more often you relax and you – drop those logical limitations that you set in place when you're in a state of stress and you constrict and you shut down the possibilities of coming through, that is, uh, you know, the the best way to just kind of start expanding yourself and gather more information is relaxing and letting go of that.
0: Yeah. I feel like we used to, as a society, always think that in order to do more, we had to mm-hmm. be more connected to that state of mind, that mm-hmm. logical thinking like so we're very yeah. like adderall mm-hmm. like cocaine focused, like driven caffeine, logical yeah. Excel sheets, calendars, alarm clocks, all those things um, reminders, to-do lists, like writing, you mm-hmm. know, lists. planning out your life. yeah, um and it's it's a very stressful way of living, I think. Mm-hmm. I think for me that's that's definitely true. And now I f- I'm finding maybe as a counterpart, people are are seeing that, like you were saying, through relaxing, through mm-hmm. like de-stressing, mm-hmm. that's actually more sustainably productive because yeah. you do um, become very inspired to do a lot of different things mm-hmm. when you feel rested mm-hmm. and relaxed and like you're not doing things out of fear yeah like you're not just like Mm -hmm. logically creating a crazy spreadsheet to-do list because like you're so afraid that if you don't you're gonna lose your job or you're not gonna make enough money yeah coming from a place of like well at baseline I'm Mm -hmm. taking care of my body Mm -hmm. my body is taken care of yeah I'm allowing it to relax Mm -hmm. I'm allowing it to like just be um, yeah. I'm utilizing, like, some of my inspiration for my life and for my business. Mm-hmm. It's a very different energy. And at the same time, um, people can feel uncomfortable with that because it's very – it's a unique way. Like, there isn't a lot of support society-wise yeah. for that type of state.
1: No, not at all because business itself tends to be more masculine energy, mm-hmm. doing, you know, action, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then the state of being is more feminine energy, mm-hmm. um, which has nothing, again, to do with gender. It has everything to do more so with just the state of the the energetic quality. Um, so there's no value in our society for rest. There's yeah. no value. So that's what society tells you. But the... I feel like now, because I used to buy into that. And I used to believe that and feel guilty of when I needed rest. And yeah. the only time I rested was when my body broke down. And I would create a sickness or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And and when I was sick, I would be like, oh, good. I have an excuse to rest. Right. Like, I, I can't physically work right, right now.
0: and Or you would just tell yourself you need to work through it.
1: Yeah, or work through it. Correct. so And then you're going to create something – you know, chronic or bigger at the end yeah. of the day. So when I can rest just because I'm inspired to rest mm-hmm. because I want to, and it's part of my day now mm-hmm. and not feel guilty about it. That is when you create this beautiful um, balance of putting equal value on resting because I know that's going to bring me so much insight and in, in creativity to then take action. Yeah. And when I, it was just action, 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 you run into walls. You're, you know, it, you're creating all of this stuff out of fear and stress and constriction. Yeah. And you're not living the life that is very light and expansive and healthy and, um, imbalanced you you start creating all of these imbalances and then your physical body starts reflecting those imbalances yeah and when you place equal value on rest it changes everything Mm -hmm. and that is a huge thing that our society needs to start shifting more value on onto the rest quality and the importance of it because it is the foundation for taking action yeah the rest in the, in the feminine state of being always comes first for both men and women,
0: mm-hmm.
1: human beings in general. That's, you know, our animals know exactly what that's like, you know, yeah. dogs, cats, whatever they're lying around and, <laughs> and, or, or laying around and, and just chilling, you yeah. know, and we're like, Oh, wow. You know, they can sleep, but then they'll have bursts of energy yeah. and know when to take action, mm-hmm. you know? So, and we're animals. And if, If an animal was constantly moving, like think of if your dog was constantly moving, constantly barking, constantly doing. That dog's
0: going to die early. Totally.
1: Yeah. So in any animal, you can't – it can't be sustained. So if you're trying to operate from a state of doing, doing, doing and be creative Mm – it's impossible. It's going to fail Mm -hmm. regardless of if you think, Oh yeah, I'm a success. I'm the CEO of a fortune 500 company under 30. Great. How's your health? And
0: you know, not right now, but even at 40, 50, 60, you know? So, and for men, it is different to manage their health versus mm -hmm. our health. Our Mm -hmm. health, our health is so different. Um, Oh yeah. And it takes so much time. And I, I, do believe like you know it's two-part it has to do with you being authentic Mm -hmm. to yourself Mm -hmm. kind of what we talked about earlier and taking care of your body and that's that's also kind of a a dumbing down version of like taking care of your emotions and your soul and your spirit and your mind Mm -hmm. and then also taking care of your physical body um because i I feel like it has to be two-part there has to be movement and you can't have movement when you're totally depleted. No. So you have mm-hmm. to be resting. You have to be eating mm-hmm. nutritious foods. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if there's – other than people who are really in a state of, like, joy and expansion, mm-hmm. I don't see other people thriving when they're not eating really good food. I feel like that's mm-hmm. been a really big part of healing a lot of my programmed mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. in business and, like, relation to work and stuff like that has been – um food. Yeah, but
1: interestingly enough,
0: I I would agree with
1: that in some ways. And then in other ways, I think, again, the metaphysical, the, the energy behind it is crucial yeah. for what you're saying mm-hmm. because I also equally know people who don't have the programs and beliefs of... Or the judgments of what's bad versus what's yeah. good, and when they're eating that way, it actually is helping them. Like they feel I get great. that intuitively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, whoa, you're actually killing it, and you just slammed down two donuts yeah. that I would think are like, you know, quote unquote bad. Yeah, but they don't
0: have that program. Well, so. I I eat donuts too.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, everyone me too. Knows that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> everyone knows. That, but yeah.
0: I think that. I I I don't know if it's balance. I don't know if it's intention. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. I think it's everything. It's everything. Everything. Um, it yeah. literally is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for like for me, and I think that the people who are looking for inspiration to do something different, mm-hmm. um, I think that they have to look at everything.
1: Exactly. And I think it takes looking at other people first and repeating what they do Mm -hmm. until you realize, oh, wait, that's not really serving me. That's not like my body didn't react the way her body reacted. Mm -hmm. And it's a learning experience. It doesn't mean that you did something wrong. It's just showing you, okay, that's a frequency that I might not sync up to. And then you might be inspired to do something that none of your friends are doing, Mm -hmm. none of your family members, no one that you ever know of. Yeah to do something and then you do it and it it works. It's like the key unlocking yeah. to what you need. But a state of rest and, and a state of being comes first, usually before that inspiration yeah. comes to you to take action for that. Mm-hmm. And it is going the reason why I was saying that you know, it could look like two donuts for someone that, that would work. The reason I say that is because I know it, it could confuse everyone and be like, well, well shit, where do I start? Mm-hmm. But the point is, you're going to be so different from anyone around you and everyone. Yeah, It doesn't matter what your family line is, your genetics, whatever, or what you think you know, what you think you don't know. It does not matter. It's everything. So whatever you're inspired to do, a starting point is to just be in a state of being. Yeah. And you might question it and say, oh, okay, am I getting the right information? I don't know. Just do it because if it falls apart or if your your inflammatory responses jack up, you know, okay, maybe it's not the right time, yeah. but maybe later I'll go back to yeah. it and it won't respond that way. Um. So it's... Just play with it. People yeah. get so stuck in their diagnosis yeah. and their, you know, their limitations, their beliefs, their everything, their their education level. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I was that way too. I was like totally guilty of that. Uh, of oh, I know this to be true. So you know, science shows it and mm-hmm. science proves it. Well, we just proved that observation that cool. changes the outcome of a science experiment right. too. So you don't know anything.
0: You no one knows really anything. Don't. Yeah, so I just really do don't. whatever
1: the heck you want. Yeah. <laughs> if you're inspired to do that it. That
0: works for me. Yeah. There have been many times where I've done cleanses and mm-hmm. I've um, I've read certain people's books and I've read their protocols and I've incorporated some of their information. Right. Um. But had I latched onto the idea that like this was the way and the only right. way and needs to be the way for mm-hmm. the rest of my life, yeah. it wouldn't have been a healing experience no. for me. Mm-mm. And now I feel like, you know, another perspective is to look at all the information that we have out there mm-hmm. as just ways of incorporating different things Yeah, that feel good at that time. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes it feels great for me to eliminate certain foods and mm-hmm. and kind of do a cleanse in that way. Sometimes yeah. it feels great for me to take herbs and um, do a cleanse in that way, like mm-hmm. specific for killing parasites or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm on board to thinking like everyone has too many parasites inside of them. Maybe it's working to balance my gut flora or maybe it's working because it's, you know, reducing the effects of a virus in my body. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is killing parasites and that's helping me feel better. I don't know. But like in that moment, that feels good and that Mm -hmm. felt good. Um, And it also feels like I'm now – in control of being able to bring certain things in and out at different times and do Mm -hmm. different things in and out at different times without Mm -hmm. feeling like you're doing something wrong i'm killing myself or yeah or like yeah hurting myself or Mm -hmm. whatever yeah yeah because you still
1: want to be able to make out
0: with your dog yes yeah (laughs) and like just deal with parasites he doesn't have
1: parasites (laughs) (laughs) he for sure doesn't we don't know it's questionable he doesn't we don't know but he's um, just light. He is. We all are. Yeah. We all at the core are just light. Yeah. And even past that, we're you know, past the speed of light,
0: we're nothing and everything. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, really, what are we thinking? Thinking that we can measure and anything define. Yeah. Anything. Really. Yeah. I and mean, we convince ourselves that we know what's going on mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I know. But it's so empowering knowing that, you know, nothing's there at the core of us. Mm -hmm. But then it can be scary because you're like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Because
0: I'm dealing with a situation. Yeah. I think that people Mm -hmm. feel kind of caught up when they think they're dealing with situations. But again, it's
1: everything going into that situation. Mm -hmm. So it's not just going to be, oh, I have a knee pain or a knee tear or I broke my knee it there's something that is going on in your life to create that dramatic effect to grab your attention yeah. and say okay you know what's your relationship like with your family members yeah. how are you how do you deal with work how do you know how how do you relate to yourself how do you relate to food how do you relate to everything in your world and what are you willing to let go of and change?
0: Because and maybe that is happens just to bring you to talk to someone like you to get you to look at aspects of your life yeah. that are will bring mm-hmm. you to the place that you want to go. Right, you've just been too afraid to go. Yes, and so like you hurt mm-hmm. your knee yeah. so that you can talk. To, who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows if that's the way the world is orchestrated? Right. Mm-hmm. Is it orchestrated for us mm-hmm. by us? Is there a, an additional component that's trying to direct us? Well. It's interesting because in
1: sessions of mine, clients will say, you know, I got this, you know, intuitively, but is that right? Like Mm -hmm. they want to check with me to see if it's right. Yeah. And the most important thing is that the information is coming to you, period. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. If you're thinking that and that's information coming to you, it's significant. Yeah. So, yes, of course, I'm going to help you work through it and, and help you navigate it and understand why that information is coming to you and, and explain it. But yes, it's right. Essentially, trust it. You know, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong situation you can get yourself into, even if it is a negative situation or a bad situation or a healing crisis or, you know, you break people your toe so or whatever. People are so afraid. Yeah. You have to have the courage Especially to with explore. medical
0: things. People are very mm-hmm. afraid, especially with mental, medical things, physical. I mean, yeah. People are so afraid yeah. that if they don't go to their doctor,
1: mm-hmm.
0: something's going to happen. Right. If they don't do like the protocol, like mm-hmm. I, I want people to recognize through us talking about all these things that what we're talking about, mm-hmm. we're basing on assumption in our life experience. Mm-hmm. The same is true in the medical industry. The same yes. is true mm-hmm. when you go to a doctor, they've, they've had to break down mm-hmm. and assign certain truths to things Mm -hmm. that maybe have infinite truths associated with them. And Mm -hmm. because we've programmed a response to this -hmm. is appendicitis and this is what we do for appendicitis, Mm -hmm. we think that we have an answer. Mm -hmm. Right. We don't. Yeah. Because I remember bringing my mom to the doctor when she had appendicitis and Mm -hmm. saying, does she really need to get her appendix taken out? Mm -hmm. And he's like, not really. Yeah. But she wants, that's what she wants. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. Wait, what? Like, what? Because yeah. from my understanding, she the, she's experiencing inflammation. Can yeah. we do something to reduce the inflammation, mm-hmm. to reduce the um, what uh, bacteria, whatever? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Yeah. But because, mm-hmm. you know, and my mom is definitely guilty of that, of having, you know, predetermined knowledge of like, well, this is what I have and this is what yeah. I need to make me better. But really – there are infinite numbers of things that, mm-hmm. like, you can send people home with appendicitis all the time. Yeah, but you
1: have to find what resonates with you. That's right. the key. Yeah. You know, and and it, what's in resonance with your mom right. is taking it out and taking your appendix mm-hmm. out. And then, you it know. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if you're at a place in your life right now where… You don't want to get your appendix out, but maybe you have to. Maybe you do have to, even though like essential oils or crystals or whatever Mm -hmm. is your thing. Maybe it is a kind of
0: thing that is going to serve you by having that experience. It's just the fact that that's not always the answer. And you have have the authority to do your own research, Mm -hmm. to try different things, to try food, and know that when you go to the doctor, they only have one, maybe two courses of action. Right. They only and, know what they and think. And imparting that right. is not imparting all of the truth mm-hmm. upon you. Right. And doctors just sometimes just have that mm-hmm. instinct to do that. Right. Yeah. I know. And well, I just want people to feel empowered outside of that field because yeah. there are a lot of ways in which um, I feel people's power are taken away from them when they enter. Yes. A hospital or doctor's office.
1: Yeah, because a lot of it is rooted in fear patterns. And not all of it, of course, but a lot of it is. And, you know, it's again reductive and it's saying, okay, let's take this organ out. Let's take Mm -hmm. this, you know, this organ's broken. Okay, well, what happened to get it to that point? And uh, you can, you know, reverse a lot of that type of stuff and change it. And, you know, especially high blood sugar is is the biggest thing I feel like that affects a lot of people right now because or, you know, being a diabetic and, and that type of thing. So there are like two main ways that doctors would understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and most of it is pancreatic. And they're going to say, oh, your pancreas isn't working. Because in their mind, it's insulin, Mm -hmm. you know, helping blood sugar get into a cell. But there's so much more. There are like over 22 pathways that the body can take to get sugar into a cell. And, you know, potassium being one of them and your liver playing a huge role in that. And a lot of the time when you're in a stressful state, so if you're not eating like any food during the day, so say you're dieting. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's creating a stressor. So, your body's saying, "Hey, I don't have you know carbs coming in. I don't have yeah. glucose coming in at all through um you know, fruit or vegetables, whatever because it's too high in sugar. so I'm gonna stay away from that and diet and do ketosis and all this kind of stuff." So,
0: your diet has to be your newest favorite, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so <laughs> ketosis yeah restrictive it's, eating it's my fave anything that says yeah. like has the term restrictive in it you're yeah. probably like like taking something ah. out yeah <laughs> it's like let's just
1: ignore the fact that the brain runs exclusively <laughs> off of carbs but okay <laughs> let's put yourself in ketosis and die permanently so no judgment anyone <laughs> <laughs> but you can't sustain something like that that is t- – it's meant to trick your body into yeah. doing something that yeah, it's yeah. not doing. So it's not sustainable. It's going to work for a while, of course, but then you're going to hit a brick wall and it's everything's going to blow up. So when you're in a state of restriction and you're not taking in the food mm-hmm. or the carbs particularly, your liver stores glucose in the form of glycogen. For when you sleep, it's meant for when you're sleeping, Mm -hmm. you're not eating like eight, seven hours, whatever. So when you go past four hours without eating, your body goes to the liver and says, okay, I need glycogen. I need sugar. Okay. So all of a sudden you have a spike in sugar, even though you haven't eaten sugar, Mm -hmm. you have a spike in sugar because your liver outputs the glycogen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you can have high blood sugar from that. It doesn't have anything to do with your pancreas at this point. at at this point being the root of the Mm -hmm. cause. So if you are depleted of glycogen, the stored sugar in your liver, and you go to sleep at night and you wake up between 2 and 4 a.m. because you don't have glycogen, Mm -hmm. or say you don't even wake up during that time, and your body is calling upon your adrenal glands to say, hey, we're in a state of stress, I want you to start eating the muscle tissue because there's stored glycogen in there. Mm-hmm. That's that's backup number three, okay? So you're going to the muscle tissue. So you start breaking down your muscle tissue, which then you start storing fat because muscle tissue is the only metabolic tissue that burns fat. Yeah. So if you're breaking down muscle tissue, you're gaining fat, and then you have the insulin resistance your body's going on. Your and- storing fat the
0: next time you eat
1: right Be- and so it's a vicious cycle so mm-hmm. you keep dieting and dining and dining and and, and not putting weight. in carbs mm-hmm. and your body's saying hello i'm i'm ha- i'm spiking blood yeah. sugar because i need to eat i need and food and all of these
0: things are like very um delicate especially in the female endocrine system oh 100% like men might have a different response
1: yeah and it's it's going to manifest not even just men and women but in general yeah. it's going to manifest in a thousand different ways for right. people. But, you know, especially as Americans, we work so much. We spike ourselves with caffeine and alcohol. And no food. And no nutrients during the day. Yeah. And we're workhorses. And and even our mental state, it's think, 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 think. We don't rest. Which there's no value so in rest. so
0: depleting right. to think constantly.
1: Exactly. So then, of course, your blood sugar is going to be all over the place. Well, then, because your liver is so messed up, because it doesn't have the glycogen and whatever. It has
0: tons of toxins stored in it.
1: Not only that, it is, it's the thing that manufactures hormones from cholesterol. So then your cholesterol spikes. And everyone's like, oh, cholesterol, you know, there, there's too much there. So you're always going to see, you know, cholesterol, high blood sugar, high blood pressure, all mm-hmm. these things, these three main things are going to be at the root of everything going on with everyone. Yeah. And so you're, the doctor is going to say, okay, let's, you know, put insulin in so that it prematurely or actually – um It's going to take the the sugar into the cell forcibly Mm -hmm. and... And then your blood sugar's gonna go down, but you still haven't fixed the problem. Right. So you're always gonna be on that medication yeah. unless you fix the root of what's actually causing right. the spike in the blood sugar. And it's not that everyone's just pounding Debbie cakes all day. Right. It's most of the
0: time it's you're not eating. But it's a very delicate system. Yeah. And for people that tuned out during that yeah. explanation, <laughs> yeah. Another example would be like if you had a rock in your shoe. Yes. And you were walking around with a rock in your shoe yeah. all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You went to the doctor and said, My foot hurts. Yeah. You put pain medicine Okay, well let's, you know, mm-hmm. so let's put pain medicine on top of, of right. that so you can't mm-hmm. feel the rock in your shoe. Right. And then you keep you take pain medicine, you just keep mm-hmm. walking around. With the rock in your shoe. Yeah. And then you like have your, the rock starts going inside of your foot. And then you create some sort of abscess, Mm -hmm. which then moves into an infection. And then Mm -hmm. you start taking antibiotics with- so you're gonna you have gangrene yeah and then <laughs> your foot has to be amputated and your leg because yeah. <laughs> and then your leg and then you die that's yeah. the course of action for not looking at what's causing the pain or yeah. what's causing the problem and yeah. maybe we don't always come to terms with exactly what's causing our blood sugar imbalances right, right. but we start incorporating you know we start looking at our life mm-hmm. and what we're mm-hmm. doing and, and wondering if it's in a balanced format. And I think mm-hmm. that that's really powerful and that's really important. And that's a very different perspective than going to the doctor and saying, you're responsible for figuring out why my blood sugar is out of, mm-hmm. out of whack and mm-hmm. telling me what to do about it. Right. Versus like, let me look at my whole life first mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I say like, you know, cause doctors are not, they're not trained to give you that support right they're not the be all
1: end all they know exactly what they know and they're great at it yeah for the perfect time for for a person
0: but they're not going to sit, they don't know sit down and listen right. to your life story about you know no and rightfully what so what you eat and how you eat and right. and what your brain where your brain is mm-hmm. where your emotions are where right. your relationships are where your work
1: relationships yeah, they'd are. be there all
0: day it doesn't make <laughs> that's sense. that's where we come in <laughs> for that format yeah you know? no definitely but, and, I mean I mean I broke my wrist and I'm very th- it's like I am thankful completely right. for the medical industry. It's not that yes. I wish that they would go away. I just want people to feel more empowered and have more in options lives, not right. just in their physicality but also in everything else that we've talked about during this podcast mm-hmm. like creating a different life, creating um a different way of living, creating Mm -hmm. different types of working, different types of relationships that work best for you, Mm -hmm. feeling empowered to know that what is coming to you is really important and looking at all different types of ways of living um, and being open-minded can give you ideas as to what might work best for you and you don't have to be locked into what you've always been trained is the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like we've mm-hmm. we've been so sheltered, and it's made us like somewhat boring. <laughs> you know, like a lot of people are just moving in. You know, for yeah. us to be so entertained by things like the Kardashians, yeah, <laughs> we we've become quite boring. Yeah, in so, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, like I think, yeah, I think if you're not really in tuned with your life and obsessed with like the possibilities of it, mm-hmm. something like that seems really attractive yeah but i
1: also think i always play devil's advocate so i think that yeah just press the
0: button i think it's fine
1: um i think that it's different for everyone because again i think it's the energy behind it if Mm -hmm. you if you're having a judgment there about you know watching the Kardashians or saying that's bad. I'm not bad judging
0: like, watching the Kardashians. No, I'm not saying
1: you. I'm just saying in general. If a person, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. like I'm just bringing it up because you're yeah. bringing it up. So I if used a person, it as an example. It might not yeah. have been a good example. No, I think it is a good example because it could be that type of thing where, yeah, if the energy behind it is you're numbing out and you're, you're trying to get entertainment from that type of thing mm-hmm. then, and using it in a numbing out way. And, and you're just kind of an automaton that's different from sometimes you might be inspired to watch the Kardashians Maybe, because yeah, yeah. you gather something that's really insightful yeah. for your life, you know, and well, you don't know why
0: you're I'll watching it. I'll give an, it, exa- but you I'll just give an example of like to. what the difference is. Okay. Or what I've experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I the last couple of days I've been working been at work a lot and like bouncing around other things Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of like work opportunities coming up yeah and when I got home the other night at like nine o'clock at night um the tv was on and and I was on my phone Mm -hmm. and Evan my boyfriend was just kind of he was like kind of making me A plate because I was um, he had cooked something and he was heating it up or whatever and um, he looked at me and I guess it was probably like 10 or 11 o'clock before we went to bed Mm -hmm. and he was like I just you know I want to let you know you were on your phone for two hours Mm -hmm. in a way that looked like you were in a trance Mm -hmm. and I and when he said that I was like 100 yeah like i'm i'm avoiding like getting out of work mode and decompressing Mm -hmm. because my adrenaline's going yeah and i'm like just totally numb Mm -hmm. like just on my phone yeah totally numb like i'm not connected and it's Mm -hmm. it's like you have to consciously take yourself out of Mm -hmm. your i guess it feels like you're in a fast lane you mm-hmm. have to like, yeah, you have to like put the brakes on a little bit, Come down get down from it, get over, yeah, into another lane. Mm-hmm. And like, but it's, it's kind of hard to rip, rip it away. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I think the more that we kind of recognize, like, what are we mm-hmm. entrenched in? What fast lane are we going in? Like, mm-hmm. wait, stop. Is this in alignment? Is this like mm-hmm. what I actually want? You know, yeah. like if you're going a million miles an hour mm-hmm. working for someone, and then all of a sudden you recognize, like, wait, this isn't wait yeah. a second like it, and it and it mm-hmm. does also at the same time affect the way that you feel physically. Yeah. I didn't sleep all well that night. Like there right. were so many things and it's just mm-hmm. because I I think I was operating so unconsciously. Yeah. At, in that moment. You know, I don't yeah. know that we can be conscious all the time, but I think mm-hmm. that for the most part my body is happier and I mm-hmm. feel more balanced mm-hmm. when I integrate more conscious practices when i like turn when i Mm -hmm. step away from some of the numbing agents
1: well especially technology you you'll actually entrain in the frequency of technology which doesn't sync up to earth's energy so when you're entrained in that and i would suggest not being entrained in technology for over an hour without taking a break like if you're at the computer or doing work or on your phone and it's been an hour, go take a walk, especially outside if yeah. you can. Take deep breaths and yeah. get out of – because you do get entrained in it. And when you get away, you have to come down from it because yeah. it is a different frequency you're playing in.
0: Yeah. It almost feels like an adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's a stressor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So your adrenaline is going to spike.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it, it is going to take – you know, I would suggest – Taking just deep breaths and essential oils are really good for that, too, to calm you down. Yeah, so breathe. If you're taking deep breaths anyway, and you add the therapeutic essential oil to it, it can. Medicinally calm you down too. Yeah, in a way that is like, okay, wow, I really can sleep. Like if you sniffed lavender or whatever,
0: it for feels a bit. essential oils when you breathe them. It feels like energetically it's sinking you up to yeah. the earth. Yeah, and an mm-hmm. earth element, mm-hmm. and and it's also like putting that frequency into your body. You're not just breathing it in mm-hmm. like through your lungs. It's like you're feeling it in your mind. Yeah, what that.
1: Oil represents In a lot of ways Well you especially Because you stick it Up your nose Yeah I huff Yeah Your your nose holes Get stuffed I literally snort Essential
0: oils (laughs) (laughs) That's like one of my Favorite things to do
1: (laughs) You're like, yeah, it's if in I want to smell it, I
0: want to smell it. Yeah, hard. You want to actually be it. I want you like try it, to be it. I want to take a <laughs> bath in it. Like, it's never enough. Like, there's never enough frankincense. I've spent so much money on frankincense, it's not even funny. And then w- we overdid it and diarrhea ourselves. Oh, that's <laughs> when much. I was just eating it. <laughs> that's when yeah, I was warning everyone, putting it like I was making. <laughs> snowball frankincense cones. Yeah. And yeah. they were awesome.
1: Yeah. But then we like could not stop hitting the toilet that yeah. day. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was <release>. cleansing. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> An energy release.
0: Anyway, um, though.
1: Um, so no one knows anything. Nothing. Yeah. Essentially. Um, and uh, otherwise noted, stay away from technology every hour on the hour. Yeah. <laughs> and, and train back with the earth.
0: Yeah. So... So just pulling it back to kind of where we started. With the double slit experiment. Yeah. Only <laughs> half of the people are going to hear that.
1: I know. I And I, I'm totally aware of this, but that's just an insight of my craziness going yeah. on.
0: Yeah. No, it's yeah. good. I mean, you have to be interested in something. Yeah. And, it, yeah. You, because those interests bring you into whatever. Yeah. The, I mean, whatever. Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> but um, yeah. if – so what – Do you think, like, you all this, all these topics, all this information, like, this is kind of what you understand? What do you feel like is you're moving into, like, what you don't understand? Moving into what I don't understand, finding the frequency that
1: one would need. It's reaching resonance, knowing what to reach resonance with is what I'm trying to figure out right now. And I know that's not a, be all end all, although I want it to be mm-hmm. part of my brain wants it to be like, this is the formula for health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, cause there's a formula for the speed of light and you yeah. know, velocity, whatever. If there was a formula for health, that's what I would essentially want to go to, but I can't do it that way. And I, mm-hmm. I've tried, I've tried figuring out literal formulas for this and going crazy mm-hmm. for days and, and weeks and months doing it. And what I realized is when I pulled away from it and just said, screw it, you know, each person that I'm with, it's a completely different experience. Yeah. So I can pull in frequencies that this person needs at that given moment. It's going to change every second for mm-hmm. a person. It might be an essential oil now. It might be a Popeye's biscuit mm-hmm. tomorrow. It might be going to see, nice. you know, a Western medical doctor. Mm-hmm. It might be going to you know, walk on the grass with your bare feet. Yeah. It might be, you know, a million different things. There are infinite possibilities, and the best way to figure out the frequency or the resonance or the energy you're looking for is to go within and be yeah. in a state of being, connect to yourself, take the time for yourself to cultivate connecting to yourself and getting to know yourself and really acquainting with the energy that is going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time you cannot see it when it's your own programs running. Yeah. So reaching out to somebody who, you know, somebody like me or even a friend or a relative, a loved one, it's so helpful to bounce that yeah, off. Let's
0: ask one of our family members. <laughs> What's my frequency here? What do you see happening well, it, in my template? It takes interacting. <laughs> do you see with what them? my highest self <laughs> yes. might be inspiring me to do in this moment? Yeah, I'd recommend that would be like awesome. You. Yeah, <laughs> period. <laughs> period well, of the story. Meaning, if you interact with, you know,
1: we can call him a muggle. You know, a non-magic person. <laughs> You're interacting with a muggle, and. They say something that they don't even realize they're they're saying, but it's so it's such an integral piece of information for you that mm-hmm. you're gonna take home with you and say, Oh my God, that's what I needed. Or it might be a big blow-up fight that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wow, that was the most healing thing ever, because it showed me I don't have boundaries mm-hmm. or you know, whatever. So if you want insight and information, ask for it. It's going to come to you. Yeah. And if you're not getting the answers clearly, journal be la- out. <laughs> <laughs> be warned when you ask (laughs) yeah because you'll get the answer yeah but i mean
0: you know we have this one life experience in this third dimensional reality you Mm -hmm. may as well like go forth and and expand in where you're interested and where you even have the thought to have yeah an intention you may as well because like yeah
1: have the courage to explore what else the world like
0: right exactly explore different ideas Mm -hmm. different um thoughts different creations yeah just have courage yeah and we'll Mm -hmm. ask for courage for you finding your frequency for health
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm I -hmm. was like so close to developing a formula for it I was like I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get it I was like Doing all my stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to get it. (laughs) And well, I did get it, but Mm -hmm. it was in the form of, hey, it's different every second of the day for for every single person. person." Like, yeah, that's why Earth is so fun. Yeah. Like if you knew everything, knew everything, you would be bored. With this yeah. whole realm, you wouldn't be here. You might not want to be here. Well, th-
0: I was telling you this. I like wrote this long journal entry the last time I s- mm-hmm. accidentally s- took a- too big of a hit of a vaporizer <laughs> in Las nice. Vegas, also where it's legal. <laughs> Side note. Yeah. Um, and I was reading you this, and I was saying, yeah. you know, we could write down everything that is needed mm-hmm. to become Taylor Swift, right? Mm-hmm. And you could spend your whole life adhering to the formula that you mm-hmm. believe created what Taylor Swift is yeah and if you mm-hmm. were missing this much if you were missing yeah. like a Not hair even a a, yeah in mm-hmm. that formulation you aren't Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. spent your entire life trying to mm-hmm. become something that you're never going to fully be able to become right
1: well that's significant for
0: many things yeah but especially in your formula for health like yeah there are infinite ways ways to health and then there's an infinite formulation for what Mm -hmm. has created health in someone else yeah and to try to put that into that template into someone else
1: yeah I mean I could do a silly one that could be like oxygen exchange plus rest plus you know yeah. whatever like a basic yeah, yeah. thing but Which still actually it's I feel like vary. you're very good at yeah. and
0: you do put that template into people yeah but energetically and through frequencies the numbers are
1: different for everyone right. under those categories mm-hmm.
0: right yeah yeah so what i think you'll, you'll probably be out. able to do mm-hmm. is just know what the frequency of health feels like so mm-hmm. clearly that you don't have to have any of the information relating to it Yeah. And that it's almost like tuning a fork. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what Mm -hmm. you're trying to say, right? Yeah. And
1: sometimes it looks like a tuning fork. Yeah. Yeah. And then other times what started coming to me is healing somebody's house, like the energy of their house. (laughs) You've been
0: talking about the house thing.
1: I know. It's interesting. Um, But it's like that is such a
0: foundation for your energy.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, so just as you can
0: do an energy space, healing on just like you a physical do, body, you could do your an energy healing on the space around your physical body. Yeah, or like mm-hmm. someone that you interact with all the time on your and business that's change you.
1: Yeah, on your you business. can do energy healing on your business because yeah. your you know business, technically speaking, is an entity and has a its own chakra system, and then your house too. It's it's the basis and the foundation for when you truly let go Mm -hmm. and you're you just are in a state of being what kind of frequencies are you releasing and what do you want to support you and your health and your goals and all that kind of stuff so so. you bring
0: the intentionality in like Mm -hmm. what you're trying to create based on Mm -hmm. what your interests are and the direction your intuition is moving you in Mm -hmm. and then you can bring through a loving perspective um support and alignment in the things in your environment and the people in your environment. Mm-hmm. Um but, but that also happens when you're in very high resonance with your authentic self. Because yes. then you start interacting mm-hmm. from that place. Right. To those people or to mm-hmm. in those situations and in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And that vibrationally changes those things as well. Yes. So that's what you're doing. You're just representing that authentic truth mm-hmm. in those areas and reminding the place, like, this is authenticity. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. I need you to change, right? but just, like, this is authenticity, clarity, and, Mm -hmm. like, love. Right. And
1: going back to the double slit experiment, Mm -hmm. when you're radiating those waves, (laughs) Mm -hmm. when you're radiating that energy Mm and those waves, and they start intersecting with something else radiating Mm -hmm. energy... You're going to cancel energies out. You're going to reinforce other energies, and they're going to get stronger. It's like when you hang out with me versus you hanging out with your sister or or somebody. It's going to be different energies for each person. Sometimes your personality is amplified by a person, and sometimes it's stifled by a person because their energy waves are canceling out some of yours. Mm -hmm. So, And it's the same thing if you intentionally – Output certain waves, and another person is is putting out waves too, and they're interfering uh, interfering with each other, and reinforcing and and canceling. Mm-hmm. It it's going to if you're changing your energy, it can cause a blow up with somebody mm-hmm. because it's like whoa, this isn't my interference pattern that mm-hmm. I'm used to. <laughs> That's, what <laughs> to my <laughs> That's what they all say. According to my calculations, they all say yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what. That's the normal thing that everyone says, you right? Know?
0: Yeah. So um, you go over to your friend's house. Yeah. You start acting differently, and your friend responds. This isn't the normal <laughs> interference pattern that we normally create. It happened to me like all the time. That happens all the time, right? I know. I heard it on the K- Kardashians the other day. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes it purposeful.
1: Exactly. But anyway, it's true. you know, it, anytime you change your energy, it's going to change the other person you're with right or the environment you're in
0: yeah period so who decides when we're talking about all these things Mm -hmm. and who decides what parts of this information is true enough to be a part of something like a metaphysical degree or a metaphysical course like Mm -hmm.
1: like as, as an absolute truth
0: yeah i mean yeah
1: basically metaphysical courses which I love because it was so different from my normal Mm -hmm. I say normal but my you know stringent western upbringing of you know collegiate Mm -hmm. education and you know it's this it's if you can't see it it's not real and all this kind of stuff and being so stringent with that and saying no if if you put this answer it's wrong on the test versus this answer is right and so and if you question that what are you doing here so the metaphysical education was so great for me because when I was getting into the college mode, I started questioning and not syncing up to the energy of it anymore. And the metaphysical thing was obviously they have like multiple choice answers about certain things, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it has to do with meditating and coming to your own conclusions about whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You have the freedom to question. Mm -hmm. You have the freedom to explore. You have the freedom to say this is a possibility right but it doesn't mean it's an absolute right and it's not going to limit you in that and and stifle parts of you that you're like well what about this they yeah. want you to question they right. they encourage it and so when you open up to that and you cultivate that energy you keep expanding and keep getting yeah. more answers and more answers because there are infinite possibilities
0: for this universe so do you think the people who structure metaphysical degrees and know like this isn't You know,
1: this is what has been, quote unquote, found. Now ask your own questions Mm -hmm. and go on your own journey with what you think. So the degree actually
0: works by teaching someone how to educate themselves. Yes.
1: Yeah. It is a ton of meditation, Mm -hmm. you know, hour after hour after hour of meditation, which I hated in the beginning because I just could not turn off my mind. Yeah. I was just, you know, oh, I was so frustrated. And 40 meditations in, I was like, I got to surrender to this process or else I'm not going to get through this. So it was like all of a sudden it switched and just like overnight and it was like, oh my God, wow, I like actually feel good after this meditation. And I was completely honest about saying this meditation sucked. I didn't like it at all. You know, I felt horrible afterwards and whatever. And they're like, that's great. And I'm like, what? You're not gonna give me an F? Like they're like, you can't meditate wrong, you know? Right. It's just such a loving, encouraging Mm -hmm. environment. So just being completely honest about your journey, every journey is unique. And so I took that away from it and have applied it to my clients too, because each person, you can't do something wrong or right. It's just Your journey is unique yeah, and you're going to tune in to what feels right for you and what doesn't feel so great. And it's all information. So
0: it's just supporting I just feel like that's such a great way to learn because I do Mm -hmm. feel like when I was in school, all I was doing was trying to figure out what they wanted me to do, Mm -hmm. like what answer they wanted me to give. And Mm -hmm. I could figure it out and I could get straight A's, Mm -hmm. but I didn't retain much. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know that what I was learning was absolute truth. Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe if information was presented in that way, in the mm-hmm. way that metaphysical um, degrees are presented, mm-hmm. where, you know, there's evidence of this, there's evidence mm-hmm. of this. Like, what are you interested in learning more about? Let's go into that. Right, exactly. You know, let's write a paper mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you find out different truths in this um, In this concept or in Mm -hmm. this idea and you kind of just direct your own education yeah in a lot of ways I just feel like that's more effective because it's teaching you how to think yeah and feel Mm -hmm.
1: and tune in yeah so um yeah it's just it was you know life-changing and so supportive in in everything that I do today yeah so um
0: yeah it was if you weren't if you weren't thinking that like you could figure out how to begin thinking for yourself, then you probably wouldn't have thought, oh, let me go do this energy healing training. Let me go work with Richard Bartlett. Well,
1: yeah, I've always been an independent thinker and I've always challenged my teachers and Mm -hmm. professors and have asked them questions that I knew would make them uncomfortable. And but the metaphysical training encouraged that and supported me in it instead of just people feeling threatened. Right. And would shoot me down and say, no, it's yeah. this. Like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous that you would think that. Or why would you question that? And, you know, it's like, no, peanut M&Ms are a good source of recovering from, a, from an exercise. I was like, uh, uh, no <laughs> okay. maybe maybe but also maybe not yeah exactly so it wasn't working for
0: me so I don't even know that textbooks can change as quickly as our understanding I don't I don't Mm-mm. know that like it, it's even working like that anymore um yeah and the good thing about the metaphysical program
1: I was in they changed their courses all the time yeah because what I learned, you know, years ago, some of the courses are completely different. Some of them are omitted and some of them have new courses that they're taking. And it's a constant thing. It's not always math, spelling, reading, you know, it's just a constant evolution. And that's that's what consciousness is. If we're
0: going to force people to be educated in that Mm -hmm. way, I feel like we're doing them such a disservice Mm -hmm. and our information, not being flexible like that. Yeah, that's like another topic for another day, but I just... Well, even absolutes so change. frustrated by that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like something is a truth until proven otherwise, yeah. so nothing's actually real. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that I've, I've always felt that way, too. I've always mm-hmm. been like, you know, and I've always thought 2 plus 2 equals 4, okay, but like also... Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. and I know. It, and, and also... Maybe it does in some ways, but why mm-hmm. does it matter?
1: Yeah. But other times, I given don't know. the circumstance, it may not.
0: I don't yeah. know that like learning to think in that way becomes super beneficial. Yeah. Being entrained in that way. Mm-hmm. I find that I've met very interesting people who were not traditionally educated, who are incredibly intelligent mm-hmm. and have a lot of, um, they have a lot more capacity for interacting with their environment Mm -hmm. in a way that's to me even more progressive Mm -hmm. than people who have been in like some of the people who have been in an educational system for the majority of their lives Mm -hmm. have no skill yeah yeah it's like they are being what to do it's like they are being Mm -hmm. programmed to just follow a program
1: yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, and it depends on, you know, I think it depends on personality type yeah. and also what system you're in. Yeah. And are you very system. interested?
0: Like if you're right. if you're so interested in history mm-hmm. and you're just in history classes yeah. all day every day and you're learning different perspectives and it does feel very open, that may mm-hmm. be one thing. Right. But then, I, I don't know, I think just having an open perspective about mm-hmm. the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I was interested in asking you about… Um, metaphysical school because mm-hmm. there are so many concepts that I feel like are coming up. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that what's actually going to progress us the most is when we start – when we really give metaphysical concepts and and spiritual concepts mm-hmm. weight yeah. in our mm-hmm. third dimensional reality where we mm-hmm. can say like, you know, this is that that kind of – Changing, mm-hmm. evolving, very like gelatinous concept that may or may not have proven truths. and mm-hmm. maybe, like how do we apply that to third dimension? science, yeah, maybe, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe not science, but just like how do we apply that to the third dimension? I feel like that's when we will create Mm -hmm. an incredible amount of progress.
1: Yeah, and it's an education that is rooted in offering information versus telling you Mm -hmm. this is what it is. And I feel like having that metaphysical education, they offered so many insights in different ways of thinking and and even in just one course – They'll show one perspective, they'll show another perspective, you know, Mm -hmm. within the whole course. And even like um, herbalism, that was one of the courses. And they talked about how at the root of every pharmaceutical drug is an herb and and something from the earth. That's the power is in the the herbs. The pharmaceutical drugs power is actually in the like the potency is from the natural stuff. Mm hmm. But that's then they synthetically create
0: that, right? Compound. Because you can't
1: patent something that's from nature. Yeah. So you have to alter it in some way, and then you know, tincture it and whatever, and and get pharmaceutical drugs, which you know they work. But if you're taking out a piece like the Taylor Swift example that you have, do something, right? If you're altering the Taylor yeah. Swift program, yeah. it's no longer Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, it's no longer right. the the herb. It's no longer mm-hmm. uh. It no longer has you're changing the the formula, the structure. The it's no vibration. longer sacred geometry. Yeah. It's no longer mm-hmm. you know has the amount of light in it or right. you know water molecules. The structure of it, everything changes. Yeah, and when you alter that and put it into the body, and you it's it's meeting n- nature in a state of being with force. Yeah. And if you force something into it, it works if you're in survival mode and yeah. you say, okay, temporarily, yes, I need Lasix to to get this water retention down so mm-hmm. that I don't go into cardiac arrest or whatever. Great, don't stay on them for 45 years. Yeah, you know. So it's meant for backup plans and survival rates and you know emergency medicine yeah. and, and all of that great stuff, but. It's like a Band-Aid. Keep it on until the wound heals. Like, still do other things in your life. Don't take insulin so that you can just keep up with, you know, all your dysfunctions. Mm -hmm.
0: So So bottom line, we're in a a physical body. Mm -hmm. So do we move toward getting back to what that physical body needs Mm -hmm. to sustain natural, healthy existence? Mm -hmm. Or do we try to manipulate that physical body to adhere to what the direction that we're going quote unquote.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so wait, say
0: the last part again, or do we, so do we go back to, you know what is of the earth by the earth, yeah, okay. nourishes our physical body the most. So, like, how okay. do we get back mm-hmm. into resonance with that and mm-hmm. our our needs biologically and physically? Mm-hmm. Do we focus on that, mm-hmm. or do we try to adhere the physical body to the direction and that we think that we're going by mm-hmm. way of synthetics and artificial? I see what you mean. Okay, so.
1: Yeah, it's it's both because what do we do? <laughs> what <laughs> there's do. a time and a place for both. It's two sides of one coin. You know, it you can't you no longer have the coin when you take away uh, a side of it. You know, well, I, d- I mean it's
0: it's a real it's a real conversation that we're trying to create designer babies. That yeah. you know, I know what you mean. Like, mm-hmm. what are you know? designer babies that mm-hmm. like if we if we really like f- play that out mm-hmm. and we become beings that don't need natural elements of the earth mm-hmm. what do we become the grays is our consciousness <laughs> is our consciousness and our conscious thinking yeah. dependent on having in conjunction with it a physical body for this third dimensional experience
1: right well the physical body itself is changing so much right now yeah so you're losing density. you're 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 changing from you know stardust and, and organic matter and nitrogen and oxygen and all this kind of stuff to more more of you know a crystalline structure. And your physical body's changing so that you can think of working out. And then you see the results on your body, mm-hmm. you know, a few days later or, or whatever. Or we're consciously but,
0: figuring out how to do that. We're consciously figuring out right. that we can do that. Right. Um, because
1: we're currently in the fourth dimension, moving into a, a, a five-dimensional way of being to where you can manifest faster and faster. So because everything is, you know, accelerating in time and space right now, you everything is changing. So where you're going with it with, you know, picking your baby's eye color and different things like that, it may not be, it may not go in that direction. We don't know where it's going to go. You know, I know there are some options like that even currently today, but everything's changing so much Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. that I feel like you're always maybe going to have both sides. Science- well, no, not even always. I feel like it's going to morph. Actually, I feel like everything is changing to where we're waking up and we're realizing, wow, you know, technology isn't in sync with Mother Earth. Maybe we should, um, you know, should get rid of gasoline cars and you mm-hmm. know whatever it is that we're slowly getting there. So, in regards to like genetics and, and manipulation in that way it might be beneficial it's just like everything you yeah. know i feel like in some ways it's utilized it's going to be beneficial for people mm-hmm. and then in other ways it's going to be horrible you're mm-hmm. going to you know do a, a hack job on the human body mm-hmm. and it's not going to go well mm-hmm. and i think that's just the way we're playing out frequency you know every choice is valid we have equal validity to experiencing this dimension yeah. in, you know, the hack job ways of like deducing everything in the human body and going technology and trying to turn into robots and all that kind of stuff. And then they're the opposite extreme of everything, living off the grid and not getting do- back to nature. Right. Mm-hmm. So... And there's a spectrum, just like everything in the human experience, the the auditory spectrum, the visual spectrum, everything is a spectrum that we vacillate between. I just
0: wonder if moving in one particular direction ends everything (laughs) Mm -mm. and one particular direction changes everything and another particular direction, you know. Yeah. I wonder.
1: I think it's always going to be transitioning. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the mind wants to say, well, Atlantis, "Oh, it's ending Atlantians
0: aren't here anymore,"
1: <laughs> so something we, that ended. we know of, they might have gone beyond the visible spectrum.
0: True, we don't know. We may be moving towards that. They might be right here. You know what I so, was thinking the other day? Mm-hmm. I was I mean, thinking no, about. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about death, and yeah. um, and I was thinking like the uh, scariest thing mm-hmm. would be to be outside of this life. Mm-hmm. Just thinking, like I'm indefinitely just coming back to this life,
1: to the same exact life or no. the world,
0: like the wor- reincarnation. You're talking yeah. about. It would be. It would suck to be reincarnated. Well, it would suck to be in the place before reincarnation, knowing that, mm-hmm. or feeling that it happens forever, <laughs> but. It's I a very uncomfortable feeling to think that you just – it's still recording.
1: Oh, it is? Yeah. You want to turn? <laughs> yeah,
0: Change if it? you feel most comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wave to everyone.
1: Yay.
0: So um. technical. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I think that – I think you feel that way because you're in time and space right now. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking in limited How terms. How comfortable would it
0: feel Right to have this – template but to be in a timeless space
1: yeah but that's not the case we're always evolving and changing that's why it is so exciting and fun for us because Mm -hmm. no matter how long this goes on for which is eternity (laughs) it's going to change and morph it feels so slow for (laughs) us (laughs) it feels so slow for us because we're in the limitation of time Mm -hmm. when you go beyond that think of yourself in that mushroom state or the dream world yeah you don't have any con confines of time and no concept you, mm-hmm. everything is just kind of happening mm-hmm. and it's fun and exciting mm-hmm. and riveting and, yeah. and fun you're not thinking of oh, this is going to be a shit show for another you know it's a really good thousand example. years yeah. yeah so you're not thinking in that way mm-hmm. but i know as a human being that's what makes it so fun you're right you're under the illusion of oh fuck this is going to be forever yeah you know
0: it's a really good example
1: but we're always changing, always okay. evolving.
0: So, like, imparting message upon everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But don't create a designer, baby. <laughs> but, like, don't. <laughs> don't pick out – don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. But technically, you are
1: already. Like, you create your own reality. Actually, no, it's not really you. It's the being coming in that's choosing and co-choosing with you. Yeah. You chose – with the soul that's coming in, this is what you're. Let's just look work like.
0: on our ego, so we're not just like, oh, I have to have a blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy that's, you know, goes to Harvard Law. Yeah, like just think beyond, be a little bit more creative.
1: But know? I know it that is
0: because um, <laughs> that's what makes you happy. Yeah, but that's their
1: experience,
0: that their yeah. soul
1: is choosing to experience to come in and say, I want to learn about control patterns. And so they come in and they say, you have to be a Harvard Law student, you have to have blonde mm-hmm. hair, you have to have blue, and it control, controlled, control. And then eventually, if you if you go in that direction of
0: learning and... Well, by that time, they can just change their eyesight. <laughs> Once yeah. they're like 20 yeah. or something. Yeah, well, you
1: probably could, yeah. But... Going in that direction, if Earth were to keep going and accelerating in that trajectory, you would eventually find out that that's not sustainable and you're going to lose something in the process, whether it's health or a genetic line. Yeah, something's mm-hmm. going to be off. And you're going to learn it the hard mm-hmm. way, just like other third dimensional beings are
0: learning Maybe, that like the grace. Maybe or we just turn ourselves all into the same looking race. Yeah. Which like. That's going to be boring. I just don't. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. That
1: may never happen. So I'm not ready for But that. we're co-creating with everyone at the same time. So you do have the power to say, no, <laughs> I, this is not a unanimous vote. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going in that direction. I don't think it's going to go in that direction. So you're still choosing. China, China's testing everyone. it. Shocker. China,
0: the like Asia. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> They're willing to sacrifice. <laughs> their babies to see what it what happens when you genetically design a child.
1: Yeah, but that's only because we um, are exposed to that. We have no idea what the United States is doing either. You're
0: right. Like no not a clue. Right.
1: There are things they're that they're probably
0: yeah, killing and eating babies underground somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea. Something
0: but weird to Again, by devil's advocate,
1: <laughs> that's a valid choice for everyone to play out frequency, unfortunately. But you know. Okay. Anyway.
0: <laughs> so everyone just go do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, basically. Bottom line. <laughs> the really? End.
1: I mean, it is. It's like yeah. everything is informative that you if you move in any direction, even if that's like a terrible direction or a great direction, it's giving insight yeah. and information and it's valid. So
0: so as usual, good luck, everyone.
1: Yeah, gird your <laughs> loins. People are gonna have to listen to this
0: podcast one thousand and breath. one times. Go ahead and take a deep <laughs> breath. Yeah, and then re-listen. Yeah, on slow mode. Seriously, or on fast mode. I don't even know what I said. Whatever you want. <laughs> Peace, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode of Raw Talk with Sheena. I hope you guys enjoyed that craziness with Dr. Amberly Carter. If you are interested in any audio, musical, or podcast recording needs, our sponsor is Esplanade Studios here in New Orleans, and you can get in touch with them at esplanadestudios at gmail.com or www.esplanadestudios.com. Also, if you are interested in buying essential oils or starting an essential oil business, we have a great team under me for doTERRA, and it's amazing. It's wonderful. I sniff and huff and rub essential oils on me every single day. If you'd like more information on that, please just shoot me an email at sheena at rawrepublicjuice.com. Have a great week, everyone.